The Stormlight, Chapter 7. She'd seen him change. It wasn't just the light, nor the way he'd returned from the fields that late afternoon. He'd withdrawn from everyone, entered deep into himself. In the mornings he would rise early, slip unnoticed, or so he thought, lift up the latch on the kitchen door, and walk across the hushed and silent garden. She'd seen him lean on the gate, coffee in hand, staring at the sky, shaking his head as if struggling with himself. The weather didn't matter, except it did. In all weathers, he would stand under the umbrella protection of the two sycamore trees, the trees that arched overhead and joined to shut off part of the sky with leaves as large as a giant's hands. She'd see the rain cascade around him, the snow fall heavily upon his shoulders, the wind blow and moan and whisper around him, and the hot morning sun sending his long shadow like a finger pointing to the right of him, over the fence and against the glowing red brick of the garden wall. The real weather was in his head. Generations of his family had tilled and toiled the earth, its contours, soils, rocks and edges. They'd become part of his personality, his rhythms, his way of talking, listening and thinking. When they were close, it was as if she was connected to a landscape, a landscape of changes and passions that flickered and passed through her through her until he was spent. And then she knew how much he needed her. She was his anchor, and through her he was calmed, and she wanted and exulted in him. They had all noticed the changes, the whole family, but he, her Tom, was the one who had taken the facts of the changing capriciousness of their climate to heart. He simply couldn't accept that he was powerless to prevent the weather from turning against him. Turning against him, his home, his family and all who noticed the sky and lived by its changing truths. It was as if the changes, the man-made changes, he was clear his gender was to blame. To the climate were mirrored in him. The blame and his lack of decisions and taciturn moods. And she stood by him, agreed to the planning and did most of the preparation and guided the family and the few friends who believed with the writing, the dragging, the lifting and carrying of the old light from the edges and rocky shores of the vanishing lake. Carrying it and taking it to the tracks, the lanes and along the old droving roads that weave through the landscape the landscape of fields and undulating edges in the direction of home.